Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the NFL Scotland podcast. We're still several weeks away from the kickoff of the 2019 NFL season, so we're looking at things closer to home. My name is Cameron Hobbs. Yes, here on episode 58, we're going to take an opportunity to look at some of the Scottish teams playing in the UK leagues at the moment, specifically the three Scottish teams from the NFC One North, that is the East Kilbride Pirates, the Aberdeen Roughnecks and the Glasgow Tigers. We'll also be hearing from the one team in the Premiership, the Edinburgh Wolves. Now, these seasons are coming towards an end now. There's still opportunity, though, to go and see your local team. If you haven't done it already, make sure you check out the details. We've got all that coming up for you. Get along over the next couple of weeks and get to see your local team. For anyone interested in giving it a go, there's some details from some of the teams coming up on that, as well as information on how you can keep up to date with all of these sites on social media. We hope you enjoy this one. So delighted to be joined now by the head coach of the Glasgow Tigers, Ryan McCluskey. Good evening, Ryan. Hi, Cameron. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for coming in and joining us. So tell us a little bit about the Glasgow Tigers then. Well, Glasgow Tigers, they, they currently play in the, the first division, the NFC North. Uh, we're sitting at 3-5 at, at the moment. Um, sitting fourth in the division. Uh, we got beat at the weekend there by Aberdeen and a kind of a bit of a revenge game for them after we beat them earlier in the season. We got two games left to go in our season, uh, hoping to finish out five and five. That's the kind of best case for us. Where results go in the right way, we could finish third in the division. But all depends on uh, how Aberdeen do at the weekend and how other results go. Yeah, and it's great to see as well. There's you know you go through that NFC one North. Um, it's obviously half and half. We've got half Scottish teams, half English teams, and the Scottish teams make up the top four. You've got the Northumberland Vikings in there who've had a great season. But, you know, obviously a strong division with three strong Scottish teams in it. What was the overall season goal for you guys, and how's it been panning out? Well, obviously the, the grand plan was to get to the playoffs and look to get into the Premiership. Uh, however, that didn't kind of go go a plan. Uh, the East Kilbride Pirates come down from the Premiership last year and kind of they've kind of shown their dominance. I would say in the division they've got a strong young team, uh, full of Premiership talent. Uh, Newcastle or sorry Northumbria last year uh, were undefeated, so early doors. I was, I was quite pleased with how how we were doing, but a number of key injuries and kind of key positions kind of derailed our season a bit. Uh, just before the season start, we lose our, our starting middle backer. We lose our, our starting running back and D tackle in the first game against Northumbria. We lose uh, two of our starting three DBs uh, in the second and third game. So obviously, it's not not going to plan. But I think in the off season, we're going to look to build depth across the squad uh, and kind of get a good push for the next season. But seeing what we're up against with the likes of the Pirates might go up this year. They're obviously going to be in the playoffs. Same with the Vikings. But I think we've showed we can compete against these teams. So we've got a young team as well. If we can build on what we've got, uh, it should be a good a good next season. We just need to build and work hard in the off season. I would say. It's always difficult at this level when you do lose starting players, especially across yeah. all the positions you're talking about there. I guess yeah. the silver lining to that would be, in a season where it's perhaps not gone to plan for the overall goal, it's still great to get maybe the backup some time, some game time, some opportunity to learn. And if you've got a young team, that chance to go out there and, and even just figure out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, and I've been quite happy with the, 
guys that we didn't see as starters for the team have now kind of come into the game and shown that they can they can play at the level we want them to play at. And when if our starters come back next year, there's going to be some competition in these positions that's going to push all the players kind of thing. Hopefully, drive the team forward. So what type of football then do the Glasgow Tigers play? What is the sort of schemes that you want to set out and what is the ultimate goal? Well, on the offensive side of the ball, what, what we were trying to do is we were running a, a kind of very old school kind of system of a mixture between the, the double wing and the single wing, which is kind of not, not kind of sexy positions in, in the modern game. Uh, it's not like your, your high-flying passing offense. It's a, a more of a ground-and-pound kind of game. Uh, it's built around having a, a big offensive line, uh, powerful running backs, and just trying to trying to uh, control the clock on offense, and really just uh, not letting the other teams go on the park. So that we, our main goal in the off season was was building around the offensive line and building uh, just building a tough offense. That, that was the kind of strategy there. The defense from last year, I, I kind of took over from the the head coach Thomas uh, Thompson last year, and he, he built a, a good defence, uh, a kind of aggressive swarming defence who like to get to the ball. So I was trying to bring a bit of toughness to the offence to kind of complement his defence. Obviously, uh, a few of these injuries has not worked out quite to plan, but I think we've got a good core to work around and coming into the next season, I think we'll, the guys will pick it up a bit better and we'll put on a better showing for next season. Oh, absolutely. Now, for anyone in Glasgow that is perhaps not aware of where you play, give them a bit of information about how they can come along and see you. Well, we play our games out of the Glasgow Club uh, Nethercrakes, um, and we train out of Canvas Lang Rugby Club on a, a Wednesday and a Sunday. Uh, you can get in touch through the, the Glasgow Tigers American Football Facebook group. If you get in touch with us there, I mean, we'll be able to point you in the right direction of when training's going to be and uh, any off-season plans where we've got. Yeah, absolutely. It would be great to get the word out there. Anyone perhaps fancying giving it a go, we're always, I know all the teams are looking to add to their ranks at all times. So um, you'll, you'll need to let us know if when you're doing your trials and things like that so people can come and get involved. Yeah, yeah, we'll get all that on the Facebook page. We've we'll managed to get a few good rookies over the last few years. So, yeah, as you say, any player we can get, we're happy to give you a go and see where you're best sitting on the team. Absolutely. And you've got a fixture coming up in the next couple of weeks? We do indeed. Uh, we're playing against the Gateshead Senators, and that's the, the 21st of July. That'll be at one o'clock at the, the Nether Craigs ground. Fantastic. So anyone looking to come along in um, the 0-9 Gateshead Senators, obviously an opportunity for you to perhaps uh, show what you're capable of and go into that game with a bit of confidence. Well, yeah, we're going to have a, quite a bit of confidence, but we don't want to take anything away from Gateshead. Uh they're obviously not one to go down, uh, kind of with a, a no-win season, so that they might get some smell some blood in the water there. We've had a few results go against us, so they they won't be coming up for a walkover. They're they're going to come up for a bit of a fight. So should be an interesting game, but yeah, hopefully hopefully we can come out with a win, and hopefully we can go into the the last game of the season four and five and finish it off with a, a five and five season. Absolutely. Well, listen, thank you for joining us here in the NFL Scotland podcast. We wish you all the best for the rest of the season. And, and anyone listening, if you're free on Sunday, the 21st of July, make sure that you get along and watch the Tigers take on the Senators. So all the details will be available on the Glasgow Tigers American Football Facebook page. So make sure that you check that out. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. No, thanks for having me.
So delighted to be joined by head coach of the East Kilbride Pirates, Jamie McLaughlin. Good evening, Jamie. Good evening. Uh, thanks very much for having me on, Cameron. Ah, thanks for coming on. Now, this is a bit of an easy question for you, given how it's gone so far, but how's been the 2019 season for the East Kilbride Pirates? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been pretty good, pretty good, uh, certainly by comparison to last year. So it's... Um, Sitting at 9-0 and just now, um, we've got one game in the regular season to go. Um, to be fair, against uh, probably our biggest contender in the division, uh, Northumberland Vikings. Um, but after that, we'll, uh, we'll get the postseason regardless. Um, and then from there on, we can try and make a, an assault on the Division 1 Championship. And obviously, given your form during the regular season, I mean, 9-0, and undefeated, 352 points for, 105 against, you're got to go into the postseason with some confidence. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, offensively, we've been growing. It's, it's getting better. The last two games, I think, have been successively our, our two highest scoring games offensively. Um, defensively, we actually had quite a few injuries to the kind of second half of the season, um, but it looks like we're sort of coming to health um, just at the right time. So, yeah, absolutely delighted. Um it's, it's, I think probably as much a, a testament to the, the work that a lot of the guys are putting in behind the scenes um, and a lot of the effort that we've seen from the, the players and coaches alike. It's, it's a good job by those guys. Now, obviously, last year was a tough year. You know, it's a tough division at the at the Premiership level. Um, but, yep. you know, you've obviously bounced back brilliantly. Has it been the same guys, the same group of people with playing with that chip on their shoulder point to prove? Or were you able to strengthen during the, the off-season? Um, a little bit of both, a little bit of both. So I mean, we've we've got a, a, a fairly strong um, youth academy set up uh, at the, the Pirates. So we've got the two youth teams that feed into junior, um, and I think also cadet flag underneath the youth teams as well now. So we're starting to get kids in at a much earlier age, um, and there's certainly been a little bit of that. Although it would be unfair to say that that's been everything because we've had that uh, for the last couple of years now with the, some of the junior players stepping up. Um, I think it's just a bit of a culture shift um, more to putting the onus and accountability on ourselves for what's going on. I think that's maybe something that we'd we'd missed a little bit previously. Um, that you know historically the Pirates were pretty good at um, was that everything is about. You know, us finding ways to make things happen and not necessarily finding reasons why it didn't. Um, and yeah, that, that kind of little culture shift, a uh, change up and, and try to freshen practice up and, and make sure that we're, um, make sure that everything's engaging and that we're making sure our players in a position to succeed um, and not necessarily just sort of floating on through. And it's not an easy division either. There's some really good sides in there. Obviously, you know, uh, Glasgow Tigers have been there or there around for a long time. Uh, Aberdeen have really risen. And obviously Northumberland Vikings having a good season themselves. So it's not been easy by any accounts, but you've you've done everything that's been asked of you and you've beaten everything that's been put in front of you so far. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely not been, been easy at stages. Northumberland game we played away um, we were uh, missing one of our quarterbacks for that game and the other one got injured in the first quarter so um, we were essentially quarterbackless for pretty much that entire game and um, turned into a bit of a defensive struggle but we were really lucky that day that our, our defence had turned up to play um, repeatedly repeatedly held held Northumberland out despite the field position battle definitely being won by them especially in the second half um, we managed to, to ice the game with an interception as, as they were coming into our red zone so 
um, yeah, it's it's certainly not been easy by any stretch, but hopefully for the return fixture there, we've um, you know we'll be back at, at full strength. Absolutely. So, for anyone uh, in and around East Kilbride that perhaps haven't come to see you play, what type of football do the Pirates try and play? <laughs> Good football, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, so, I think um, offensively, I, I like to think they were quite exciting to watch. We um, think typically in the UK. Uh, and it, it's one of those things where it's quite easy to run the ball and there's an awful lot of um, very run-focused offences, but we sort of take the approach that um, we can coach up exactly what it is that we want to do. So um, we, we pass, I think, probably a bit more than, than most other teams that you're likely to see in the UK. We sort of operate out the spread shotgun formation, quite common in college football at the moment. Um, and, yeah, we just try and try and um, maximise <laughs> what we're able to take advantage of. Um, and then defensively, I think this year in particular, we've kind of returned to the old hard-hitting ways. The Pirates historically have been very much of a hard-nosed, physical football team. They were, you know, before my time, always famous for um, ground and pound offence and then hard-hitting defence. So I think we've maybe managed to bring the hard-hitting defence bit back a little bit um, and hopefully continue to grow into that mould. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a sort of experience and confidence that if you do make it through the, the postseason, make it up to that premiership again, uh, that's the sort of experience that's going to be vital to making that a success in itself. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the premiership is um, it sort of ebbs and flows. There's, there's always good teams in there, regardless of what year it is. Um, and I think last year in particular, um, there was a lot of talent all across the premiership. It was one of the the struggles that we had was not necessarily the fact that we were going through a tough year ourselves. I think the the rest of the Premiership was going through a bit of a um, a bit of a golden year that one, and there was a lot of good teams. So uh, yeah, it was um, it will definitely benefit us, I think, moving forward to have the the same sort of approach and just keep working at it, um, and hopefully hopefully gain promotion this year. And so you mentioned as well, you've got one more fixture before you get into the off season. What's the details behind that one? Yeah, so that I believe is a 3pm kickoff at the Glasgow Hutchison Aloysian uh, Rugby Club, which is a great venue, um, bar and, and sort of food on site, um, and that's on 21st, I believe, of this month. Um, so yeah, just if people want to get along, it's covered stand, so if the weather isn't that great, you're not necessarily get soaked, um, and it's just a good chance to, to put, sort of step out and see some football in Scotland. Absolutely. And for anyone looking for more information, you can check out the Pirates on Twitter. They've also got a great website there, piratesfootball.co.uk. All the latest information as well. Uh, it's got a full list of all the results so far this season. You can see those impressive numbers with your very own eyes. So make sure that you check them out. So, Jamie, listen, thank you for joining us. We wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Wish you all the best for the postseason as well. Let's hope you can go on and win the whole thing. And we look forward to hopefully seeing you in the Premiership next season. Excellent. Thanks very much, Cameron. Thank you. So to complete our look at NFC One North, we are now joined by Bryce Stevenson, who's head coach of the Aberdeen Roughnecks. Good afternoon. Hi there, how are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for joining us here. And for the newest team in the setup that we're speaking to uh, of the Foresight, the Aberdeen Roughnecks are having a great season so far. Yeah, we're. Um, it's it's been a it's been a, a positive season. Um, it's been positive. Uh, it's been frustrating at times for us. Um, you know, everyone sort of thought we would come up and get and get bullied and sent right back down. Um, everyone outside of Aberdeen that was, um, but we've we've you know we've 
or not disappointed. I wouldn't say we were disappointed, but it's been a it's been a good season to kind of come in and consolidate in Division One and then move on from there. And obviously, sitting third in the table, um, you know, you've won five. You sorry, you've won four. You've lost five. But there's two very good teams, two very experienced teams above you. Uh, and obviously, to get at the moment above the Tigers, above the Rams, and obviously the Senators are down there at the bottom. You know, like you say, it's more than just consolidation, though. There's a learning curve, and there's a a real confidence booster that you can maybe take into next season. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what we're, we're planning to do. We're planning on building, and and we, we want to be around for a long time. We don't want to be one of these teams that you know historically Scotland's seen a lot of them that kind of yo-yo from level to level. Um, and it's we're, we're in a fortunate position that Aberdeen's quite remote to sort of all the other teams, so we don't have the problem of um, players jumping from team to team to try to get as many rings as they can. You know. So give us a little bit of a feel then about the Roughnecks. Uh, you started in twenty twelve. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We started in 2012, um, a year of associate. Uh, I think we got into the league 2014. Um, <clears throat> we were Division 2 up until this season. Um, last year we went on a, a... We hadn't won a, a playoff game up until last year. Um, uh, we went on an 8-0 regular season um, run and then obviously won the playoffs with um, a, a beating Chester. Chester Romans in the final, they're also in, in Division 1 there in the NFC 1 South. That's kind of the, the story of the Roughnecks in the last sort of year, two years. And obviously this year, Division 1 came up. Um, I was named head coach at the start of the year, having been defensive coordinator. And um, yeah, we've had, a, like you say, a, a positive season, a positive season this, so far. So for anyone that's not been along yet, anyone that's in Aberdeen that's not had the chance to come and see the Roughnecks, what type of football do you play and what are you? what's your goals on the field? So we, it's um, yeah Aberdeen. So we've it's the, the north has always kind of been seen as like a, a quite a tough a tough a battle between teams, and there's always hard hitting football. And I think that that's something that we we try to we're we're a, we're a team of um, definitely the defense. Uh, our defense has has been absolutely fantastic all year, with the exception of the East Kilbride game uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, and we really try to build on that. Offensively, we're doing some new stuff. Um, spread the field out, like to move the ball quickly, move up the field, um, and, and, and kind of take it from there. But really, defensively, we've been a really solid uh, outfit for the last sort of two years. Brilliant. And of course, defences, championships are built on them. We're always told it. It's so that's, true. That's very, that's very, very true. Very, very true. And it, it, it makes my life... Uh, you know, easier being the defensive coordinator and the head coach. So that's, that's we've got a team, but that's but that's all we've we even historically before I kind of took over the Roughnecks had a very very good defense. Even you know at the Division Two level, and then we've stepped up um, this year, and the, the, we haven't had faced many. Um, I mean, I think the biggest game outside the East Kilbride game was um, a you know an eight point loss um, against East Kilbride as well. Uh, we went up against Northumberland, and they beat us seven three. So that just kind of tells you the defensive battle. Uh, that we like to get in and scrap in, but you know the the offense has come on leaps and bounds this year as well, um, and it's only going to get better next year. is 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 only going to be better and better for us with a new offensive coordinator coming in. Um, I'm really excited to, to let him kind of take over that uh, that side of the ball and, and install his stuff. At the moment, we're we're sort of just cons- um, running a sort of contingency offense in the last couple of weeks, um, just to try to get through the the rest of the season. Um, but you know it seems to have worked when we played Glasgow the weekend. Obviously that that scoreline was was massively in our favour. So 
it's something seems to have worked out well there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you've got one game left as well, that one away from home. Yes, at uh, Druids Park, Northumberland Vikings. Somewhere interestingly, we've never been beaten at Druids Park. We've not, we've not lost a game uh, in the history of the Aberdeen Roughnecks. So that's something the guys are trying to cling on to. But, you know, it's going to be a good game for us. We are wanting to get to 500, finish our first year at 500, you know, cement third place. That was kind of the, the message I've been given to the guys in the last few weeks of, OK, the playoffs are gone. And that was kind of a bit of a pipe dream when you think about it, who we're up against in the first couple of weeks, but we think we can go down to Northumberland and, you know, catch them off guard before they head off to the playoffs to probably play Sandwell. Um, you know, we think we can we can get down there and, and, and take the victory, take a victory out off of them um, and finish our season 5-5 five and, five and and get third place. You know, we're in control of getting third place. That's what we want to do. No, that would be brilliant. Now, one thing I need to ask you about is I, I am red, green, colourblind, so I could be wrong here, but I thought the Roughnecks played in green, but it looks like you've switched to red. What's the thinking that's, behind that? That's correct. It was, um, so when we first started, when the Aberdeen Roughnecks first started, they did, you're correct, they played in green. Um, and I think the GM, Grant Travis, got a bit of stick because the colour was, shall we say, not the most attractive. Um, I didn't particularly like it, and um, I'm a I'm a Jets fan. So if I don't like the color that color of green, then <laughs> I'm probably going to be one of your biggest fans for green. But it wasn't it wasn't good, and that's it. So we're on red and white now. So red red and white is our colors. Um, red's our home color, and white's our away color. But it just we kind of play mix and match with it, all white and black and red, and white and red, black and all that kind of stuff. So. You know, it depends what the other teams wear as well. But that's it. We're looking to actually uh, change our uniforms at the end of the year. So um, if anyone has got any lovely colours or amazing unis, then feel free to send me them you know, <laughs> and let us know what we think. And for anyone that wants to find out more about the Roughnecks then, how can they do that? So you can follow, get on social media, um, Aberdeen Roughnecks um, on uh, Facebook. Uh, and Instagram, I believe it's abdn underscore roughnecks is our handle as well on twitter um and just also our website as well which is uh, aberdeenroughnecks.co.uk um but there's links to all from our social media if you want to come down to a game just look out for the we post regularly uh, on both on the season off the season um and if you want to come and join or you, you'd like to try american football out if you're in the aberdeen area then just uh, message the page or keep an eye out on the pages and, and we'll be sure to let you know when our rookie sessions will be coming up at the end of the year. Absolutely fantastic. Well, Bryce, listen, thank you for joining us here on the NFL Scotland podcast. We wish you all the best on that trip down to Northumberland when it comes. Here's hoping that you can get that win and finish on that 5-5 five and five season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. So that's us covered everything in the NFC First Division North. So it's time to move into the Premier Division and delighted to be joined by Edinburgh Wolves head coach Don Edmondson. Hi Don, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks for having me on mate. Oh, thanks for coming on. Now, um, we've heard from the other guys here, we've had a mix of seasons all the way through. What about yourselves? How's the 2019 season gone for you? If you're looking at results, it's not went um, anywhere near the way we wanted it to. Obviously, sitting with only two wins just now with one game to go. Sitting in the relegation zone, so it's definitely not been what we wanted. It's the first time, uh, apart from jumping up to the pen, the first time since I've taken over, we've got worse from the season before. So um, it's a new thing for us, and we're not used to being down here. So it's, it's not easy to take, but 
it's one of the things the Prem, no easy games in the Prem anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you've still got one game to go. Uh, so it's still at the moment in your hands. But we'll come on to that in a minute. What's been the difference then this year uh, compared to previous years in the Premiership? Um, I think we've had a perfect storm of things go wrong. Um, I'm not I'm not one of, the, one of the coaches that makes excuses about everything. We've just not played well as well. That's that's fact. We've not been playing great. Um, <clears throat> but we have lost a lot of key guys. We've had some... Terrible injuries at terrible points of the season for us. You know, we lost our best quarterback, our starting quarterback went to uh, Czech Republic to play in Prague. Um, we lost our starting running back to go and play the GFL in, in Germany. And then, um, second game of the season, the second string quarterback breaks his leg. And before we know it, we're down to our fifth in the depth chart of quarterback. And we've got a, a whole host of new rookie running backs. But we've had injuries as well, um, so that's definitely not helped. And but it is at the same point we're not being playing at the level we expect to play at as well. Yeah, I mean it is always going to be hard. It's a double-edged sword this one because it's great for for Jamie and guys like that to get the opportunity to go and play in that sort of semi-professional basis. But talent like that is hard to replace, especially someone like Jamie who's been so heavily involved with the Wolves for such a long time. Um, it's it's always going to be a challenge, I guess. If you're looking for silver lining, um, you know you've you've gone through the depth chart. That's given some of these guys experience. That hopefully next season and beyond, that will help them out. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the thing. You know, like, we have picked up a couple of new players in terms of running back, and the running back stable for next year, particularly, is really good. And you know, we hope to have Callum back as well. Um, Jamie transferred at the end of the his season. So we actually had Jamie for the game down at Tamworth and we were here for the last game of the season. So that helps us a lot. Um, and as much as these guys go and does cause a dip in the, the depth to the team, um, nobody in the club, coaches or players, um, wanted the guys not to take the opportunity. Well, that's that's why we coach them up. We want guys to go to the best level they can. And you know, before they expect these guys, if they get offers to go and play at a higher level, then they've got to take it. And, you know, the, the both of them are their blessings. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, from a personal note, though, you, you know, you've touched on the fact that this is the first time you've taken a step back. But in all the years, you know, the Wolves have just gone up and up and up through the rankings. Um, obviously, consolidating that position as the only Scottish team in the Premiership. It's been an amazing roller coaster, and obviously, there's got to be some downs with all those ups. But um, you'll be hoping you can rally round in the last game of the season. Yeah, definitely. We um, we know we've got a hard game against Leicester. They, they beat us before um, down there, but and there's one of three teams coming in the drop zone right now. It's between us, Sheffield, and Leicester. And, and the best thing for us is it's in our hands, you know. So we go out and win. Uh, a win, depending on other victories, a win is enough to keep us up. If other results go against us, we have to win by more than uh, ten points. So our goal is to go and win by eleven points minimum, anyway. So. Um, it's not easy, like you say. Every roller coaster has got ups and downs. We're on a downturn right now, and you know the coaches will be having a meeting uh, as soon as the game's finished on the 28th of July. We'll um, find out who's coming back for next year, what we're doing, and what changes we can make. And we'll be starting straight away to get us back up to the, the level we've been playing at for the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. And and for anyone that's never come along and watched the Wolves, then obviously this is going to be the perfect time to come and give you guys some support. But what can they expect? You know, what sort of football is it that the Wolves try and play? 
Then we we are normally, as you know yourself, we're normally a spread option football team. We normally full wide, either in dubs or trips. That's about ninety percent of our playbook. Um, <clears throat> we, but we've had to make an adjustment this year because we just had not had the players, and we've went to a more run heavy offense. Um, we still run out of uh, ten and eleven personnel, but it's more run orientated with us having to go down the depth chart and quarterback. So what they're going to see is a defense that's been playing pretty good um, all year, um, a defense that plays hard, and the offense will be coming out um, with a big offensive line who are going to all be fit for the final game of the season. So that's a huge boost, and probably the first time since game two that we've had a fully fit line. Um, so it'll be a physical game. Uh, I'm not promising it's going to be an air show. It's just going to be whatever it needs to get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that final game of the season coming up on Sunday, the 28th of July, as you host the the Leicester Falcons, a two o'clock kickoff. So um, anyone looking to get information on that, best thing to do is have a look on Facebook and on Twitter for the Edinburgh Wolves. Um, Looking ahead then to 2020, you're saying you've got these players to come back and things like that. What about recruitment? Um, You know, for anyone in the Edinburgh area that's perhaps fancying giving it a go themselves, what would you say to those guys? Um, we 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 do really well in recruitment every year. We've actually recruited quite a lot of guys this year. We've had the biggest squad we've had for a good few years. Um, I think we've got 57 registered players, um, and we get recruitment requests all the time, right through the season, right up to the last game. We get people asking, so we'll be having our usual off-season recruitment dates, which will be tied in around the NFL season stuff like that. Um, and we're trying to get it all done and dusted by before the band weather hits in sort of like late October, mid-November, we'll be finished. So when the guys come back in January, and the rookies will be sort of hopefully up to speed. But we won't stop recruiting. We've recruited guys that just joined us in the last three weeks. So um, at that point, it comes down to each person's individual past experience. Obviously, it can be really hard for a total newbie to jump into a prime-level football team and get considerable game time. But there's guys that can do it. And we've got guys that have come from flag teams who have played at a great level and have just slotted in really nice and easy for us with the kitted section. And guys come up for their sports, so we don't stop recruiting ever. And we'll be having lots of recruitment opportunities as the off-season and then roll into the pre-season comes around. Brilliant. Well, Don, listen, thank you very much for joining us. Wish you all the very best at the end of July. Hopefully the people of Edinburgh will come out and support you as well. And hopefully you get that win that you need uh, so that you'll be playing Premiership football again next season. Yeah, can I just um, give you a bit of information on that last game? Because hopefully it's going to be a, a doubleheader, actually. We've been asked by Baffer to hold a, a doubleheader with um, Highland Wildcats junior team who Obviously, because of their location, they're playing a lot of their games at neutral venues, and they're going to be playing against uh, the Charlie uh, Charlie Buccaneers. So hopefully, it's going to be a double header. We'll get to see a, a an under nineteen game before us. Um, our kickoff time, if it's confirmed, will, will get moved to three pm. Um, and then also, you know, I want to say thanks to our um, numerous sponsors this year as well. You know, we've had a great sponsorship from Sharky Group, and also from um, Edinburgh Lamborghini. Malone's and, and various others have all helped us out so if everyone wants to come down the 28th of July uh, we'll see a, a great double header football starting from 12 o'clock and because it's at Perth and Mill it's free 
absolutely. If, if there wasn't enough of a reason there to see two games back-to-back, you get to see some of the great youth of Scotland. You get to see the top team in Scotland. Um, what more can you ask for? So, yeah, make sure that you get along to Perfermill on Sunday the 28th of July. Go and see the Edinburgh Wolves. Hopefully defeat the Leicester Falcons. Don, listen, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Cameron. Cheers. Well, that concludes things then for episode 58. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Again, we'd love to hear your feedback, good and bad. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter at ScotlandNFL and on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash ScotlandNFL. Now, we mentioned on our last podcast that we were going to be coming out to you and looking for your input on our awards for next season. So we're going to be doing that over the next couple of weeks in July. Last year, we had the most Scottish-like performance, the Honkin Award and the He's Had His Porridge Award. We're going to let you decide whether we keep those three or we change it any of them out so stay tuned for that uh, we're also going to be doing some giveaways at the end of july beginning of august as well so keep on our social media for that stuff and then we'll be back me and paul in the studio from the end of july beginning of august as we start to look forward to the 2019 nfl season and with the way things are going it looks like it's going to be another great year but anyway and enjoy your summers enjoy your july we'll speak to you soon but until then bye for now